Many have lost loved ones during this COVID pandemic. The natural grieving process has been interrupted for many of us. Whether our loved ones died of COVID or not, a lot of us experience the inability to visit or to be with our loved ones in their last moments. Restrictions on numbers created a grieving process alien to many cultures. Travel restrictions may have prevented us from visiting our loved ones' graves for almost a year now. But there is no typical loss. There is no typical response to loss. Our grief is as individual as our lives. I am referencing Kubler-Ross for this episode. I felt this was something I needed to share for all of us who grieve alone and cannot physically connect with family and friends because of COVID restrictions. To help us learn to live with the one we've lost, let's look at the five stages of grief as part of that framework. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Later on, Kubler-Ross introduces the stage of hope. These stages do not necessarily follow one another. They may come and go at different times, like waves upon the shore. For the person who has lost a loved one, denial is more symbolic than literal. You simply cannot fathom that you will not see them again. The person is actually saying that because it is too much for his or her psyche. We are in a state of shock. We go numb. We wonder how we can go on. If we can go on. Why we should go on. We try to find a way to simply get through each day. Denial and shock help us to cope and make survival possible. Denial helps us pace our feelings of grief. There is a grace in denial. It is nature's way of letting in only as much as we can handle. It is a way of denying the pain while trying to accept the reality of the loss. As denial fades, it is slowly replaced with the reality of the loss. As you accept the reality of the loss and start to ask yourself questions, you are unknowingly beginning the healing process. You are becoming stronger and the denial is beginning to fade. But as you proceed, all feelings you were denying begin to surface. Anger surfaces once you are feeling safe enough to know you will probably survive whatever comes. The more you truly feel it, the more it will begin to dissipate and the more you will heal. There are many emotions under the anger and you will get to them in time. 
it may feel all-consuming. But as long as it doesn't consume you for a long period of time, it is part of your emotional management. At times you may sit alone in your anger, wondering how to reconcile your spirituality, your religion, with this loss and anger. You may not even be interested in reconciliation. Once you allow yourself to feel and speak out the anger, you may find that your God or higher power is strong enough to handle your anger, strong enough to feel compassion and love for you, even in the midst of your anger at him or her. Find ways to get your anger out without hurting yourself or someone else. Try walking, swimming, gardening. Any type of exercise helps you externalize your anger. Anger is the most immediate emotion, but as you deal with it, you will find other feelings hidden. After a loss, bargaining may take the form of if onlys. Because to find fault with ourselves and what we think we could have done differently, guilt is often bargainings. Best companion. People often think of stages as lasting weeks or months. They forget that stages are responses to feelings. They can have, they can basically last for maybe four minutes or hours as we flip in and out of one and then another. We do not enter and leave each individual stage in a linear fashion. We may feel one, then another, and back again to the first one. Bargaining can help our mind move from one state of loss to the other. It can basically give our psyche the time it may need to adjust. Bargaining may fill the gaps that our strong emotions generally dominate, which often keeps suffering at a distance. It allows us to believe we can restore order to the chaos that has taken over. As we move through the bargaining process, the mind alters past events while exploring all those what-if and if-only statements. Sadly, the mind inevitably comes to the same conclusion. The tragic reality is that our loved one is truly gone. After bargaining, our attention moves squarely into the present. Empty feelings present themselves and grief enters our lives on a deeper level, deeper than we ever imagined. This depressive stage feels as though it will last forever. It is the appropriate response to a great loss. If grief is a process of healing, then depression is one of the many necessary steps along the way. 
In some cases, depression may need to be managed by using a combination of support, psychotherapy and antidepressant medications. As difficult as it is to endure, depression has elements that can be helpful in grief. It slows us down and allows us to take real stock of the loss. It makes us rebuild ourselves from the ground up. It takes us to a deeper place in our soul that we would not normally explore. Acceptance is often confused with the notion of being all right or okay with what has happened. But this is not the case. Most people don't ever feel okay or all right about the loss of a loved one. This stage is about accepting the reality that our loved one is physically gone and recognising that this new reality is the permanent reality. In time, through the bits and pieces of acceptance, we see that we cannot maintain the past intact. It has forever changed and we must readjust. We must learn to reorganise roles, assign them to others or take them on ourselves. A new relationship begins. We learn to live with the loved one we lost. We start the process of reintegration, trying to put back the pieces of our life. Acceptance is a process that we experience, not a final stage with an end point. Finding acceptance may be just about having more good days and bad. As we begin to live again and enjoy our life, we often feel that in doing so, we are betraying our loved one. We can never replace what has been lost, but we can make new connections, new meaningful relationships, new interdependencies, Instead of denying our feelings, we listen to our needs. We move, we change, we grow, we evolve. We may start to reach out to others and become involved in their lives. We invest in our friendships and in our relationship with ourself. We begin to live again but we cannot do so until we have given grief its time. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.